Hi, it's Amy and I'm here with Dave and we are Sumo Mainichi and today it's time for day three of Haru Basho. Now I was at work today and in the afternoon I snuck a cheeky glance at Twitter and some big news had hit. Yeah, Hakuho Kyujo. I did not see this coming. No, we kind of missed his problems last night with the uh, the accepting the envelopes when he had to uh, squat down and apparently he, he really couldn't. He tried once and then he, he tried again and he did it enough to take the envelopes but he was obviously in trouble. Then they showed him walk down the Hanamichi and we, we didn't see it. Yeah, there. he looked must okay looked there. away from the screen for a second. I mean, obviously at the end of every day we get up and, you know, we dance around the room another day of sumo over. We're celebrating in the joy of sumo. So we didn't see him accept the envelopes. No. But as you said, looked fine walking down the Hanamichi. He was 2-0. It wasn't a thought in my mind. No, well, it's just been a very quick transition to Monday. Our news was how happy we were to see Hakuho back. And I really felt that flavour across uh, all of the sumo uh, coverage that I was seeing. It was people a flavour. People were happy. Yeah, people were happy. Um, a Yokozuna was back. He lends a feeling of, um, you know, Severity came into my mind. That's not right. What's the word? Well, I mean, it's an air of sumo greatness. Sumo and, greatness. You know, we saw do. two very good performances from him, probably day one better than day two. Yeah, well, day one was quick for sure. Yeah, there were both. There were problems with both days, weren't there? Neither looked super decisive. Well, we saw the touchy eye yesterday against Takara Fuji was a bit wobbly, but he prevailed after a belt lock-up. Um. You know, I mean, we already spoke about Kakuryu's, well, our concerns around Kakuryu going into this. We thought we don't need to talk about Hakuho, but I think our pre-Basho episode next time is going to be full of Yokozuna talk. Yeah, I would think so. So it's his right knee uh, and Miyagino Oyakata has said that he now needs surgery again. He had surgery last August. He's going to need surgery again. It means he'll definitely be out of uh, the Maybasho, Natsu. Well, here's the thing. When an Oyakata says you need surgery, that's a real problem. Yes. Because they do not want their boys going under the knife, no matter how bad the injury. You really wonder now. You really wonder. Yeah, there's not a lot of sports science going on. And so whenever no. the surgery is suggested, it's like, Ooh. Yeah, things have gotten so bad that they need to fall back on uh, medical science, which they hate to do. Well, it looks like the Wakanohana jinx strikes again. Whoever he predicts at the start of the Abema coverage often has a little problem with not going QJ. So as as soon as he predicted that, everyone was like, don't do that. Hakuho, he's going to be out. And day three, it happened so quickly. He is. Well, out again. Another Yokozuna who can't make the 15 days. But there was another QJO announcement too today. Caught a shorehaw. We saw him go down awkwardly after stepping out against his bout against Aoyama and confirmed right ankle injury. Yeah, we watched that bout again and it did look, as he was being crushed down, the ankle just went into a bad place, into another time and space. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess that that's not a surprise. It didn't look so great and he was being asked about it straight after the bout. So Kodoshoho hopefully um, will get the, the rest and recuperation that he requires and might need to rediscover his love of sumo, Ugh. I think. So we, you don't think we'll be seeing him again this basho? Uh, I'm not sure. I feel like we shouldn't. I feel like yeah. he should just go and have some therapy or something and some ankle work yep. and, um, and come back nice and strong. Let's 
go through Jurio results today. Bushozan and Ichi Yamamoto got Jury off to a great start today with a spirited bout that ended with Bushozan crushing Ichi Yamamoto to the dirt. They're both two and one. Makushta visitor Koto Kuzan. Haven't heard his name before, but he cleaned up the inform Nishikigi, spinning him around before pushing him out from behind. Kotokuzan returns to Makushta at one and one. Nishikigi is two and one. It was an old-fashioned slap fest between Chiyonoumi and Jokoryu, with Chiyonoumi coming out on top. Chiyonoumi is two and one. Jokoryu winless on zero and three. It was exciting sumo from Nishiki Fuji today, who worked out Takakento in a fast-paced bout. Nishiki Fuji, he's 2-1, not too bad at this stage, and Takakento yet to pick up a win. It was another dominant, or a dominant performance from Takagenji, as he dominated Tohakuryu with his thrusting attacks. Takagenji is 2-1, Tohakuryu one and two. And Yago looked strong today and he used that strength to lock up Hakuyozan's arms and grind out a win. Yago 3-0 and Hakuyozan is one and two. There's something building there with Yago, oh, I think. Kyoko Taisei picked up a win against an out-of-sorts Mitoryu. He really looked lost out there today. Both of these guys are one and two after today. Shahorzan was at his street fighting best against Azumaru, face slapping his way to victory. Both of these rikishi are on two and one. I loved seeing the slaps today, I have to say. He looked very good out there, actually. Ura went down to Wakamoto Haru today, but did it in Ura style. <laughs> it was a beautifully executed forward roll after he hit the dirt. Wakamoto Haru, 3-0, Ura is 2-1. It was like I was flashback to gymnastics in, uh, in grade six. It was such a beautiful, was beautiful forward roll. You know, he spent so much time trying to learn how to do that. And he stood up straight away from it too. He did the roll. The legs were crossed, ready to stand him straight back up. Beautiful. Kyoku Shuho absolutely dominated poor old Chiyo Tori today, slapped him on the face at the touchy eye and then drove him over the bales. Kyoku Shuho is one and two. That was his first win. And Chiyo Tori, no wins yet. Come on, round Come boy. Come on, mate. You can do it. Chiyo prevailed in a quality bout against Churanoumi. Chiyo two and one, Churanoumi one and two. Mr. Sumo, Chiamaru, resplendent in the green, looked very fast out that today, out there today, thrusting out a shell-shocked Sadanoumi. Chiamaru is two and one. Sadanoumi one and two. Now, we thought that this was such a dominant win that we looked up the record between these two. I rubbed my eyes comically when I saw <laughs> that uh, it's 14-3 Chiamaru's way. That's a real surprise. It's a real surprise. Um yeah, I still can't believe it. I, I think I need to go deeper into those bouts because I don't know when they happened, but it's a very surprising <laughs> statistic. But, wow, didn't Chiyomaru look good today? He did. I mean, he goes straight for the neck and Sanomi doesn't look great at dealing with uh, that style of sumo. So I guess it could be that. I guess he's just got the upper hand. His feet were working well today. Uh, we saw Enho. He stepped aside beautifully at the touchy eye. It was a meet and move, we decided. I think so, yeah. They definitely touched. <laughs> but he dragged Daisho Maru down to the ground in a great display of sumo. Enho, positive start, three and zero. Daisho Maru, zero and three. Tokushoryu overcame an enthusiastic Aqua in a very slow-paced bout, but Aqua looked a little uncomfortable 
Yeah, after he, this. he fell um, awkwardly yesterday and today the same off the doyo. And when he tried to get it back up onto his right knee, he couldn't. And he, he lay back down um, and winced, you know, a lot and was holding it. Maybe the knee or the hamstring, but he and then he tried to get up again, t- tried to put yeah, weight on he it. He fell over and he couldn't. Yeah, um, he eventually did. There was no sign of the large wheelchair. Get it out there quicker, but um, that doesn't look great for him. Tokushoryu one and two. Akawa is on the same score. Well, let's crack into the upper division. We had a Jurio visitor today, and it was Ishiura. He was up against Hidenumi at Magashira 15. It was a battle to find a belt grip out of the touchy eye. Ishira managed to grab the belt of Hidenumi and spin him around, but Hidenumi broke that grip. He survived. Ishira was definitely the aggressor here as he continued to stay low and look for an opening. Ishira secured the left hand on the front of Hidenumi's belt. The other, um, he locked up uh, Hidenumi's other arm. They were locked up for quite a while here, but then he flipped Hidenumi over his shoulder and down to the dirt. This was an unbelievable Uwata Hineri twisting overarm throw win. This was such an Ura move. Yeah, it was. Inspiration from Ura. I thought that too. Um, I thought both of them did really well here. It was a really hard fought battle, but it was that super cool move at the end from Ishiura that clinched it. Uh, you don't often see them going backwards. Well, certainly not. That's not Ishiura's style. He likes to pull people down and under. Yep. So to see this, ooh, Very cool. Red hot. He is two and one at Jurio two. And Magashira 15, Hidna Umi is two and one also. Yutaki Yama goes down early against Dayamami and comes out absolutely flailing. He moves Dayamami right back to the edge and surely over the bales. It looks like a, a very quick defeat, but no, Yutakiyama's feet just did not keep up with his body. And he fell down forward like a big tree trunk before Dayamami steps out. Now, Monoe was called to see if... Uh, if he fell before or after Daimami stepped out, but it was it was very clear. Well, I've got to say, uh, this was so clear that I wandered off <laughs> yes. after this. I didn't see the Monowee. I thought this is clearly Daimami's win. Uh, and after the Monowee, they they confirmed that. Uh, the Goombai Dori was withheld. It was given to Daimami. Boy, Yutakiyama, I felt like it was a little hard done by here. He committed to this. Yeah. But it was just the footwork of Daimami that did him in the end. Yeah, definitely don't think he was hard. He was hard done by by his own feet. Oh, that's what I mean. Because he was like, guys, can you come forward with me? And they're like, absolutely not. I don't mind that he was committing himself to pick up this victory. But yeah, it was like he was just one step too soon. Yes, that's right. He just went flying. So Yutakiyama, he's one and two. Daimami at Magashira 16, two and one. Kaisei up next against Tsurugisho. Tsurugisho had the better touchy eye here as he established a strong position and worked a hand onto Kaisei's belt. Kaisei was strong and he defended. Uh, he, wor- he worked his hands onto the Tsurugisho belt. Tsurugisho, it was him who initiated, but Kaisei was able to handle this attack easily. And then he used the flow of that attack. He rocked Tsurugisho back and then attacked him hard and drove him back across the doyo and over the bales, a Yori Kitty win for Kaisei. Yeah, he, he got on the belt. He just can't get a win. I thought getting on the belt was a good idea, but he also let Kaisei on the belt. 
which didn't work. I feel like I need to go back to Jurio in January yeah. and watch what he was doing to win because I can't see what he was doing. Oh, yeah. he's one of these mystery ricochet. Yeah. You're like, how did they win again? Well, I hope the knees um, aren't suffering again um, and his body isn't isn't in trouble again. I don't think so. I think he's just lost the flow a little bit. I mean, yeah. it's like Toby Zaru, you know, he, he looked unbeatable and then... Then you go, and how then did he get up a bit higher, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just that Sudigisho is back to Demakuchi and people had figured him out. But yeah, he's a big guy, so he can't move. Well, he doesn't move, not to say that big men can't move fast, as we'll see later in this episode. <laughs> but um, he doesn't move that fast. And so, yeah, yeah. He's and a bit of a lumberer. There's a, there's a big reason, I think, in why he lost today. And that reason was Kaisei. Yes, true. He, he did look Kaisei very, any very credit. good. Yeah. Guys say he's two and one and Tsurugisho zero and three. Teretsuyoshi up against Kodoeko. Kodoeko, he was unrelenting, absolutely bodying Teretsuyoshi around the doyo. It looked all over, but somehow Teretsuyoshi gets to the edge and almost like the elastic on the sides of a boxing ring, he bounces off the Tawara, flies forward, almost stumbles forward and takes Kodoeko out, who just wasn't able to avoid the flying salt bay. This was... An unbelievable reversal. Yeah, it was really it, cool. It just looked like you were watching two separate bouts edited together. Uh, and you're right. It was like there was an invisible elastic. Or jetpack. Or something propelling him forward <laughs> that it caught us off guard and it definitely caught Kotoweka off guard. And he had no answers and Teretsuyoshi picked that win up. Great stuff. It was. So Teretsuyoshi, he's one and two. That was his first win of the tournament. And Kotoweka, two and one. Chiyoshoma up against Aoyama next. Aoyama came out of the Tachiai looking fast as his high thrusting attacks caught Chiyoshoma by surprise, uh, actually breaking the grip that Chiyoshoma had established. Chiyoshoma found himself on the back foot and he was improvising here, but managed to keep in this by counter-attacking uh, the Aoyama attacks. Chiyoshoma found the opening when he ducked to the side, got around the back of Aoyama, and used a belt grip to march him to the bales. Aoyama defended valiantly here, trying to reverse the throw, but Chiyoshoma had put himself in the winning position, and he sent Aoyama to the ground. A Sakui Nage beltless arm throw win for him. I did think that Aoyama nearly turned this into a win. I know. On the edge, I know. he just couldn't get the twist required. His body doesn't quite twist that far. Um, but to be fair, he did get totally turned around by Chiyoshoma, so he probably uh, deserved to lose there. But almost, Aoyama, he's two and one, and Chiyoshoma is the same score. Chiyotairu up against Akiseyama, and off the Tachiai, Chiyotairu comes out slapping. Akiseyama at this point, he doesn't have many answers. He's moved back and then slapped Back forward and down, Tsukiyotoshi win for Chiyotaryu. Yeah, this felt like perfect Chiyotaryu sumo today. That amazing opening and then just a very effective pullback. Great timing. Yeah, yes, the timing was very good. Poor old Akisiyama, that's his first loss. Uh, he wasn't really in this one today. <laughs> He's two and one. Chiyotaryu is on the same score. Well, we saw Ryuden step up next to accept his Fusen show. Uh, of course, we said earlier, Kotoshoho has gone Kyujo. Ryuden, that's his first win, doing mm. the air quotes again, uh, but a much needed one for him. It was. Well, we move on to Chinakuni up against Midori Fuji. 
Midori Fuji came forward strong at the Tachiai, but Chinakuni was able to stabilize quickly. Chinakuni tried a throw attempt here, but Midori Fuji survived. And here he pulls back on Chinakuni. It looks like he might pull off his signature Katasakashi move, but Chinakuni, he kept his feet underneath himself. He drove forward and just smashed Midori Fuji backwards and over the bales. It was a Yoritoshi frontal crush out win for him. The Japanese commentators really thought he was he was going to pull off that katasukashi. They screamed it out when he tried it. And actually, it was an okay go for it, but he just didn't have the real estate behind him. That's a great point. And I didn't, I heard them say it, but it wasn't until I saw on the replay, the slow motion replay, I saw what Midori Fuji was trying to do. But I think this was a case of trying to make that move happen. Mm when it really wasn't there. I mean, I think it's his instinct as well because he's so good at it and because he's used to yeah. doing it. It must just happen with his body when he gets into that position. I mean, he's looking for it actively, so he probably does it by instinct, but not this time. And there was a little nod from Chinakuni as Midori Fuji left the doyo that made me think, I know what he was trying and I absolutely counted it. Well, also because Midori Fuji slapped him. At oh, the yeah, yeah. I mean, Chianakuni would hate that. I don't think don't think any of them love it, but Chianakuni really doesn't like it. So Chianakuni with that win moves to two and one Midori Fuji on the same score. Hoshoryu was up against Tobizaru next. I'm, I'm not allowed to talk about this much because otherwise I'd talk about this all the time, but the two shades of blue <laughs> of their <laughs> Mawashis made me think of a beautiful, you know, when you're trying paints in a room and you've, you try a couple of different colours on the wall. It was really lovely, the two different types, because Hoshori's is electric blue, Tobizari's is like a, a light kind of sky flying blue. It's called a flying monkey blue. Flying monkey blue through the sky. So anyway, I admired that and no one can stop me. There was a lot of low arm and chest work here, hands on each other's shoulders, back and forth. For me, it was hard to pinpoint exactly where it went wrong for Hoshori because they were really equal, I thought, and they were staying on, their feet were moving well, they were staying up, they were staying in balance. Tobizaro, though, eventually landed a good high chest thrust from the side while Hoshoryu was moving to his side to get himself more room. And from there, Hoshoryu was too off balance to recover and Tobizaro could pick up the win. So just took advantage of a, a good split second decision there, Tobizaro, I think. The frustrating thing is you watch sumo for so many years <laughs> and just when you think you start to know, well, I've watched it enough, yeah. I think Hoshori is a real future champion. We know Tobizaru's down on his luck. This happens. Yeah, it always flips it around, it doesn't it? It always flips it around. Um, Tobizaru was great today. I mean, he showed that form that we've that we saw when he first came to Makuchi where he just overwhelms his opponent. Hoshoryu, I don't know. He wasn't there today. We've also been denied uh, a double brother win today. So Tobizaru picks up the win, but yeah. Hidunumi lost. Yeah. So as of day three, no double brother action. DBA. <laughs> That's a catchy <laughs> acronym. Um, yeah, it was a surprise because Hoshoryu, I think it came from him moving, having to move to get himself some more space, but he's usually really, really good at moving around exactly the Exactly right. So exactly. that's not the answer either. Who knows what the answer is? Hoshoryu, his first loss, he's one and two. Tobizaru, his first win, he's one and two. Had she said that already? 
I'll I don't think so. Okay, I don't great. think so. Toshinoshin up next against Kodnawaka. Toshinoshin had a good touchy eye to start this one before pulling hard on Kodnawaka's neck as he came back at him. Kodnawaka stumbles forward. Toshinoshin saw his chance here. He moved in quickly and he pushed Kodnawaka over the bales. Oshidashi. Yeah, I mean, Toshinoshin going for pulls. He, he does it a lot now. Oh, I didn't love it, but it worked really well. Oh, it here works. Today. It works. Yeah. yeah. It works sometimes and it doesn't work other times. Um, Kodnawaka not uh, given the chance to do very much this time around. He did try something on the edge. He tried to, uh, yeah, flip Tochinoshin around and out of the way, but it didn't work. He moves to one and two. Tochinoshin is one and two. That was his first win for March. Kagiyaki up against Ichinojo. And Ichinojo is just moving like a shooting star. He comes forward and up. At Kagiyaki, then he steps away to his right and flips Kagiyaki down before he's had a chance to say, wow, Ichinojo's moving really fast, is Basho. Do we need any more evidence for the unbelievers? The second coming is here. Ichinojo <laughs> is back. I haven't seen him move this quickly before. So quick. The Tachiyo was really quick. What's happened? I don't know. What's happened <laughs> in his private life that we don't know about? This guy has been reborn 3-0. I'm going to get ahead of myself here. What possible reasons could it be? He's getting some good sleep. He's Is he loving the end of lockdown? Has he been vaccinated? Who knows? Lockdown. He's got a Something... new friend, new pen pal. We've got to say, I mean, he was in Jurio for quite a while last year. Um, at, at Maegashira 6, maybe he feels like he's home. Has he got a girlfriend? Oh, I don't know. I love all these options for him. Either and what way. I love even more is 3-0. 3-0, Ichinojo at Maegashira 6. We love it. Kagiyaki with that loss is 2-1. and one. Endo up next against Tamawashi. Tamawashi opened this one with a flurry of high thrusting attacks that kept Endo's head high and his body off balance. Tamawashi continued the attacks. A few hitting Endo in the throat, I noticed here. This forced Endo to continue to give ground and he moved back and was taken over the bales by Tamawashi at Tsukidashi win. Poor old Endo. Hasn't, uh, hasn't got the timing at the moment and absolutely worked over on the face yeah. by Tamawashi. He's 0-3, still searching for his first win. Tamawashi, some good slapping today. Well done, mate. He is 2-1. and one. Okunumi up against Miyogiryu and there was a really hard mutter from Okunumi. He absolutely slammed into Miyogiryu who was like, please. So they went back down again. Miyogiryu ended up with a Morozashi which he uses to move Okunumi back and out despite Okunumi's own right hand grip. Here I noticed a little bit of a belt discrepancy. Miyogiryu's belt was much looser and so it was easier for him to pick Okunumi up with his tighter belt and drive him back and out. Yeah, I mean, Miyokiryu just looked like so effective today. Yeah. Moves to 3-0. It's a great start to this basho for him. Okunumi with that loss, 1-2. and two. Meisei stepped up on the doyo next against Kirabiyama. This was one I was very much looking forward to. But yes. it didn't quite pan out that way. This was a very quick bout. Meisei had a much better touchy eye. He moved Kirabiyama back easily and just threw him over the bales. A Yoritawashi frontal crush out win. It looked like Kirabiyama had decided to take Meisei's momentum. 
because it was so strong coming forward and try to throw him over his shoulder with it, but it just didn't work. Because <laughs> Mace like, oh, no, I'll just come straight at you. Yeah, there would have been a point where Kirubiyama thought, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> I can't get out of the way. <laughs> and he didn't and he lost. He's one and two. Sometimes you see such shining form from him and sometimes he's just a bit of a plonker standing in the Hang way. Hang on, from Kirabiyama? Yeah. Hey, 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 he's fine. Plonker. Future star. I love Kirabiyama. I said shades of Harumafuji yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but today, shades of Kirabiyama. Well, react when someone's coming at you full force. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> May say he is two and one. Komasubi Takayasu up against Magashira three, Shimano Umi. And it's absolutely dominant. Straight line sumo from Takayasu against Shimano Umi, not letting him even have the sniff of sidewave movement again. That's two days in a row that he's been denied anything uh, even close to lateral movement. Drove him straight back and over the Tawara. Very powerful from Takayas, Papayas. This was an absolute masterclass. I think Shimonumi got schooled. Takiyasu proves himself to be a class beyond Shimonumi today, I think. <laughs> Future Ozeki, is that a question? Yes, it is. The answer is yes, most likely. Also, yes. Also, yes. Takiyasu, two and one with that win. Shimonumi on one and two. Komasubi Mitakumi up next against Sekiwake Takanosho. Takanosho hit hard. He was attacking high. Mitakumi slipped to the side here, tried to open Takanosho up. I thought this was a good move from Mitakumi, but Takanosho read it. He recovered very quickly from his overstep. He turned on Mitakumi and attacked. He drove him back and over the bales. It was a dominant performance. Oshidashi win for Takanosho. Yeah, I thought it was really good from Takanosho, and he's the one I'd focus on in this bout, actually. I don't think it was a a loss only from Mitakuyumi. I think that uh, Takanosho did really well. He's really stable at the moment, and here it proved the difference. And that one shove at the end to Mitakuyumi's chest and the not going down for Mitakuyumi's attempted pull, um, it was just really strong. He's a strong lad. Mitakumi doesn't have the kind of footwork necessary to throw Takanosho off, and that was really obvious today. Mm. I think Mitakumi is better when he's on the front foot, he's coming forward. As soon as he took a step back into the side, Takanosho was too quick, too responsive, yep. too decisive. Yeah, the pull often doesn't work for Yeah, It doesn't. Um, Takumi. And Takanosho proves again today why he is at Sekiwake rank, he's two and one with that win. Uh, Mitakumi on the same score. The other Sekiwake, Terana Fuji, up against Komasubi, honorary Sekiwake, <laughs> Sumo Manichi. Why can I never get the words in the right <laughs> it doesn't order? Doesn't matter. The words, as long as they're there, it doesn't matter the order. Great, great. Uh, Daisho. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see what happened. Terunofuji was ready to go in underneath off the touchy eye, so he was looking for that belt grip straight away. The left hand went straight out, but it slips off Daisho's belt. But Terunofuji does manage to lock up Daisho's arms. From here, Daisho started to circle back around to his right, backing away from the admittedly very scary yeah. <laughs> Fuji. And eventually he loses his feet from all the sidestepping and Terunofuji, of course, is right there crushing him down. I I don't know why he backed off so hard. I mean, Terunofuji did have his arms locked up, so I'm not sure 
and I'm sure he was applying forward pressure. So maybe there was nothing else he could do. It's really hard to draw conclusions from Daesho's first three days. I mean, he's mm. zero three, but he's lost to a Yokozuna, an almost certain Ozeki, and I believe the other Ozeki. Is that right? Anyway, he's lost to good people over these first three days. What could he possibly do in this situation? Terunofuji is a monster at the moment, uh, charging his way to Ozeki promotion. I think Daesho, as of tomorrow, his basho starts. I mean, the only thing is that he beat Takakesho quite comprehensively in January. And so, sure, Takakesho is in much better form. Okay. I said this last uh, well, time. Well, no, I was going to say a lot of people beat Takakesha comprehensively in January. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is a great point. <laughs> um, so that doesn't necessarily mean anything. I just wonder what this backing away means because he didn't, he wasn't winning with this style of sumo as well. And I wonder whether it was his choice to back away or whether Terunofuji just had it, him in such a dominant position that he couldn't help it, he had to get away or yeah. he was going to go out anyway. It's not a great start to this basho for him, but yeah, I think let's let him settle a little bit. Well, let's swap the focus to Terunofuji. Terunofuji. Because that, that did look dominant to but me. But like what we said, uh, I think in our pre-basho episode, there's not much to say about him. He's, yeah. he's on top of his game. He looks amazing. It's absolutely no surprise that he sweeps Daesho aside like he's nothing. This guy's going all the way. Uh, and I, f I feel bad for the people going up against him. <laughs> yeah, agreed. You're right. He's got that game plan. He knows it. He just gets on the belt, moves them out. Very effective sumo. Terunofuji is three and zero. Daesho zero and three. Maegashira two. Hokuto Fuji up against Ozeki Asaniyama. Hokuto Fuji went hard at Asaniyama. He hit him high once, then twice. Asaniyama recovered quite easily here. Let his, let's his head go back. He absorbs those hits, but then he's able to quickly center himself and then go on the counter attack here. It was a complete reversal. He just blew Hokuto Fuji back over the bales. Oshi Toshi. Yeah. Hokuto Fuji so committed to the Norua, as you said, and it, it is powerful for sure. Um, but Asaniyama could absorb it and, and do the bend over backwards thing. And then he just had Hokuto Fuji's arm like a, a present on yeah, a platter exactly. gifted to exactly. him. And he's like, well, I will take that and but turn you around. Would you agree? I think Asanyama's quite good at taking those kind of attacks. We've seen him not, he just doesn't lose his presence yeah. of mind. He, yeah. he can take it, still be thinking about his next move and the next move today just killed Hokuto Fuji. I also actually think he's getting better at it. Yeah. I think he was a little bit flustered um, in the early days, particularly when all the pressure was on him with those kind of attacks because he'd sort of go, well, this isn't, I meant to be doing Ozeki sumo. How can I do mm. it with this flurry of Norua coming at me? Yeah. And and today what we saw was that Ozeki, um, what do you call like it? The Stability, like the, the, yeah. the calmness. Yeah. Um, totally. The ability to take that enthusiasm and, and just turn it around. Yeah. Yep. So a great performance from Ozeki Asanyama. He's two and one, Hokuto Fuji one and two. The second Ozeki, Ozeki Shodai, up against Maegashira one, Takara Fuji, Takara Fuji. Shodai in quickly with the Kagiyaki robot arms. He slid them in around Takara Fuji's body for a Morozashi. And he just put Takara Fuji off balance with um, 
with that somehow, just coming mm. forward so quickly and decisively. I don't know, it could be that. Enough to quickly drive uh, Takarafuji back and over the bales. Well, I mean, it's a small sample size, but we've seen Takarafuji do very good touchy eye over the last two days. Yesterday against Hakuhu, today against Shodai, where he's able to generate a lot of power and speed moving forward. But it's like when he gets there, he's not able to establish his position. Yeah, because how did he get taken back so easily then? Well, I kind of feel like Takarafuji's better when he's waiting for the attack to come to him and he can get himself mm, settled. Mm. But I, I don't mind this idea of going, I'm against the, the higher opponents. I'm going to go out there all guns blazing. It's what his sons would want. It's what I want. Yep. Uh, yeah, but it didn't quite pay off today. Ozeki Shodai securing his second win, 2-1. Takarafuji up at Maegashira 1 again, 0-3. He knows this feeling well, I oh, think. Oh, we know this feeling all too well. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he's been up at Sekiwake, so he, he wants to get back into Sanyaku, I'm sure. Why wouldn't he? So I guess it's a bit disappointing. Yeah, but early days. Second week. Early days. Second half of the first week for him. The last bout of the day, given that Hakuho is Kyujo and that Onosho will be handed the Fusensho uh, following this bout, the last bout of the day, Ozeki Takakesho up against Maegashira 2, Wakatakakage. There was a head clash at the touchy eye before Takakesho engaged in these thrusting attacks we all know and love. He hit once, he hit twice. Wakatakakage, he was clever here. He moved aside on the third attack, then brushed aside the following attacks from Takakesho, and he moved his body in close. Wakatakakage tried to get on the belt, and it didn't quite come off, but he was close enough to stifle Takakesho's offense. Wakatakakage used that body, he continued forward and shoved Takakesho over the bales. A huge Yorikiri win for him. Take that, COVID! It's a Wakatakakage win against an Ozeki. Yeah, huge. So obviously this is his first win of the Basho after coming back. He's at Maegashira 2. Huge uh, lift to his confidence here, I'd say. Yeah, during this bout I was actually commenting to you how quick I thought Takakesho was being and how well I thought for a little while he was following the very quick Wakatakakage until, yeah, he just darted past him and... Um, Takakesho gave the ground and tried yeah. that desperate throw. And, and we saw, I mean, we were talking yesterday about how Daesho wasn't able to get any lateral movement. And today we saw Wakatakakage able to step aside completely through Takakesho off. Yeah. And again, his shoves, we said yesterday he ended up winning Takakesho, but his shoves aren't quite, don't quite have the power that they have had in the past. And here again, he found. Uh, Wakatakakage hard to move decisively. Yep. So first loss for Takakesho. No, uh, no panic for him yet. But not yet. Rather, the focus <laughs> goes to Wakatakakage, and a really great win there. His first, he is one and two. Love to see it. So as we said, uh, they presented Onosho with his Fusensho. So that's his first win, one two to Onosho and Hakuho will finish this basho on two and one. It's probably a bit early for us to be doing uh, leaderboards, I would imagine, but there are a few rikishi on 3-0. Yeah, so on three wins we have Sekiwake Terunofuji, Magashira 4 Miyogiryu, and Magashira 6 Ichinojo. Mongolian dominance after day <laughs> three in the Haru basho. 
Uh, let's have a look at the matchups for day four. We might just uh, check out Sanyaku again from the top. Shodai takes on Hokuto Fuji. Mm-hmm. Very much a relationship dominated by Shodai here. It's seven and one his way. Onosho takes on Asunayama. Takakesho takes on Takara Fuji. Boy, Takara Fuji's got a rough run here yeah. in this first week, hasn't he? But <laughs> yeah. that's a life. Him and Daisho. The life of an M1. Shimon Umi takes on Takanosho. Terana Fuji takes on Meisei. Takiyasu and Daisho. And Wakataka Kage takes on Mitakumi. Oh, gosh. So some very interesting bouts for tomorrow. Um, it'll. I mean, I feel like this, especially with Hakuho gone Kyujo now, I think the shape of this basho is up in the air. And I think over the next couple of days, we're going to start to see who is going to rise to the top. Yes, It's absolutely. anyone's game. It is. It is at this point. It absolutely is. Thanks for being with us for day three. We are Sumo Manichi. We'll see you tomorrow for day four. Bye. Bye.